Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Double Deuce. Double Deuce. In with a bang. <laughs> we are we are here on the patio of the Nut House. Yeah. In loud traffic tonight. Yeah. Booming traffic. Yeah, it was just getting closer and closer up to the point where right where we started. Yeah, exactly. I was traffic. I was thinking we should do a thing today. What? Well, I was listening to one of the last episodes and I was like, I I I talk too fast, so I'm going to slow it down today a little bit. I'm okay. going to be a little bit more thoughtful, and I want to do some awkward pauses. And that way, like, we can we can be one of those funny, like, funny because it's awkward shows, like a British show. <clears throat> okay. Which kind of British show? Well, like, I don't know, the British office or something. Okay. Where there are a lot of pauses. Okay. Yeah, because that makes good podcasting. Long silences. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like I was pushing it too much, so I'm going to pull back. Okay. I'm going to be more deliberate. Yeah, you can do that. I'm going to try. I'm not going to stop you. Uh, no. No. Is it this, you don't want me to stop you. This isn't like a cry for help or something, right? No. No, this is just a You're thing. You're not trying to reverse psychology me, right? Why would I do that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Why no, would you do that? I wouldn't do that. I mean, I might about something else, but not this. Okay. I mean, I want to leave the doors open in case I do decide to reverse psychology you at some point, which is not now. Okay. But I'm not doing it now. Okay. I'm serious. Okay. Long, awkward pauses. There's crickets in the long, awkward pauses. Yeah, well, that sort of fills it up a little bit, I guess, for the people who get really impatient with long, awkward pauses. I mean, I think a lot of people listen to us for the witty banter. I don't know. I don't know why people listen to us. I like to think that at some point this podcast will be the last remnant of our civilization and somebody will happen upon a way to salvage the audio and they will consider us having been so far in the past to have been enlightened beings or gods and we'll start a religion based on this podcast and our viewpoints and it'll have something to do with getting high and itchy assholes. That's about all I got. Our religion in the future. Man, this is going weird so far. Awkward pauses. I know. I don't know. It's it's really. I can feel the awkwardness. Right. I can really feel the awkwardness. You're in a good place for awkwardness because you went to a bachelor party yesterday. Yeah. Do you I want? Did. Do you want to tell us about? The, do you want to have bachelor party corner, or do you? What happens? Bachelor party stays at the bachelor party. I mean, I don't. I don't know that there was secrets. Nobody. Nobody died. I could have missed lots of stuff. I was pretty right. fucked up. Okay. Like there could have been all kinds of stuff going on. Right. Maybe someone fought the yakuza. Maybe, Maybe nobody. Could have been. You never know. In a situation like that. You know, I will say one thing. It's been a really long time since I went to a strip club. And I'd never been to a strip club really high before. 
and like sometimes in the fog and the lasers, it looks like you're traveling through through like hyperspace. You got like all these lasers coming at you. You're like, whoa, lasers. Like, you're just hanging. Yeah, like you don't have an. There's not a lot of places where you're just hanging out in a room full of lasers. But when you do, it, can, it can look pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, unless if I were rich, I would make a laser room in my house. Really? If I had like a bunch of rooms in the house, right? I would make a laser room. Is that sort of priority before or after the rumpus room? It's in there in the same. I mean, those are both rooms I would put in certainly. Yeah, I've always wanted a room I could call the rumpus room. Yeah, because. It sounds like fifties dirty, like the innocent kind of dirty. Like, oh, we're gonna go have a little fun in the rumpus room. Mm-hmm. Ah, Johnny, you can have your date over in the rumpus room, but only till ten. That's my fifties dad voice. Yeah, yeah. What is is the rumpus room like? What is it? It's a room for rumpusing. Is it like, you know, like a downstairs living room, you know what I mean? Where sometimes you got an upstairs and a downstairs living room? I think, I think, but then there's also a den, so there's like a den and a rumpus room and a living room. I feel like room. a den is kind of like an office. Is it? I feel like it's kind of like an office, the den. I thought the den was like the, like the recessed living room, like, where you hung the, the, the trophy kill like animals and you had your tiger skin rug Uh in front of the fireplace where you drink your your red wine with the lady and she giggles and you giggle and then you strip down and roll around on the tiger skin Mm -hmm. uh just thump your elbows together thump your elbows together and and laugh like they they only could laugh in the 40s and 50s that When there was still hope and yet the looming specter of complete nuclear annihilation. It gave it all a joy to verve and a live for the moment that uh, I think we've gotten a little cynical for in this day and age. And that's a den to me. I'm going to the, I'm going to the computers to, I want to. Oh, you're looking it up on the internet? Yeah, I You're checking out the internet version of what's a den and what's a rumpus room? A rumpus room is a room, typically in the basement of a house, used for games and recreation. Ah, well, recreation could be having sex. I mean, that could be having sex. That's that's part of recreation. It It can also be a ruckus room. It can also be work. Having sex. It says here on this. It just depends on who you're doing it with, what the commitment level is, and what the outcome desired is. I mean, if it's procreation, sometimes that's a job. Parties, games, and other everyday or casual use. So you might have to do that in the workroom. Yeah. Yeah. Not the rumpus room. Yeah. But if you're having rumpus, I tumbly dum dum. Let's have some fun. I'm never gonna do that again that's the only time in my life you will hear me have said a tumbly dum dum let's have some fun except for the second time i did it to emphasize how ludicrous a den a den is a small room in a house where people can pursue activities in private well that also could be sex it could but it doesn't seem to suggest recessed living room i think you were you were right about about the activities 
but you were motorcycle yeah but you were maybe like a little off like it's more a private room this is kind of like maybe like a leather room would be in a den potentially were we still in bachelor party corner um i mean we sort of de facto slipped over (laughs) to 50s uh room design corner i think yeah I, I'm sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't. I, it sounded like I was blowing you off there, and I wasn't. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you looking into it. I appreciate you going to the computer. Hey, I wanted to know. Yeah. Frankly, I was curious. Oh, I think that's something. Something else you wanted to know. It sounded like you were going to go. Hey, I wanted to know. No. How big is your? Yeah. No, you didn't. You didn't have another thing. You wasn't a seg. No. It was. I was. Uh, I was just. You wanted to know. Yeah. I bet many people want to know. If you want to know out there in the audience, uh, you can you can do hashtag I want to know, Deuce, uh, and then we'll answer your questions to the best of our abilities. The show's not live, so you probably won't get your questions answered for a couple weeks. But we take all inquiries to the show very seriously, and we check our Super correspondence serious. regularly. We're all over it. Yeah. We want you to feel like you're connected to the program, which may be someday the mythology of a future civilization who believe that we are gods. Yeah, then it'd be, you could be like, hey, I knew about it first. Yeah, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you would probably be an apostle at this point. We don't have <coughs> that many listeners. We can still fit you in. like the, We can fit you on the table for the Last Supper if you act now. And, uh, you know, give us a shout. We'll put you at that table for, for our, our last supper. Speaking of, hey, we should do a promo for our upcoming show, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a live taping of the 200th episode Yeah. of Double Deuce. I'm going to get excited now. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I can tell. What's the most exciting thing for you about it? It's the 200th show. That's so many shows. It's so many shows, and we're going to do it uh, live at Conroy's on September... <coughs> Friday the 13th. Friday, September 13th at uh, around uh, 8 o'clock-ish, right? We're going yep. to hook up around 7. Like We're all going to hook up. We're going to hook up in the rumpus room mm-hmm. at Conroy's, and uh, we're going to do some fucking, and then we're going to settle down from that. And then we're going to do a show. Uh, so the earlier you get there, um, the 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 more more pleasure you'll have. I mean, we're not. There's not going to be. There's not going to be sex. It's just. I thought that'd be kind of funny, and then I said it. And I was like, ah, it seems a little dodgy to be promoting a sex show. It's true. It's not a sex show. It's, it's a, especially it's something legitimate. like if you're not going to do that, you know, you shouldn't promise it. Well, I mean, you don't want to get the people who want to come to a live sex show who, to come to this thing and then find out there's not actual sex going on. They're going to be super disappointed. That's true. That's true. In fact, they can already hear Ed Parker crying from from down the street. And those those types of people are known to carry machetes. Ed Parker? Well, and people who like going to live sex shows. That's true. They do Most carry, of them machetes. carry machetes. That's right. That Venn diagram is a circle, brother. Oh my god. The Venn diagram machete sex people is a flat circle. We should have known this the whole time. We should have been aware. We made them what they are today. 
we are false and deadly gods. I don't know why I'm so big on the God thing right now. Yeah, you're kind of you're kind of uh, wrapped up in that. I'm hitting it hard uh, again. Something to do with the awkwardness. I, I feel a little bit like uh, a little bit bereft of gods today. I mean, yeah. it's kind of been a depressing day with uh, you know all the news about all the mass shootings and. I'm trying not to let that affect me, and this is going to be old news by the time everybody listens to this. I'm sure there'll be a couple more to move on to, but I'm still hung up on these two uh, and the 200-some before this year. Um, so, little, I'm feeling a little dark. I'm feeling a little dark, and I want some hope. I just want to believe. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. I want to feel what love is. I know you can show me. Not, not you, Nelson. I'm just talking more to the, the royal people, you. The people out there, yeah. Uh, if you can show me what love is, uh, hashtag show Willie my love uh, at Double Deuce Pod, and then kind of tell me about how you would love me, um, in what way, for how long, what would, what would you be wearing, what would I be wearing, uh, does it have to be a sex thing? No. I mean, I, I could be a hug, it could be cuddles. Yeah, that'd be a real, that's a real narrow interpretation of love. Yeah, it could, it could be just a smile that says, you're amazing. You're amazing, and you're an individual, and you're unique, and you're a wonderful human, and thousands of years of evolution have brought us to this, the one you that will ever exist, and you are validated, and I see you. I mean, that would be nice. That would be nice. We can do that. Maybe some cuddles, too. I mean, I do Lots like of options cuddle. is what you're saying. Really like a good cuddle. For a long time. Long, slow, languid cuddle. What? I was just watching the motorcycles go there by. There are so many motorcycles tonight. <laughs> so many motorcycles. I'm beginning to wonder if I set the timer. Oh, yeah, we still got plenty of time to go. Yeah. Maybe we should switch tech. I want to talk to you. Okay, can we do recommendations then? Yeah. Can I get excited again? I think I yeah. went in a weird direction. You should get excited. I'm going to get excited again. So I, we've been watching this show on Netflix, and I don't know if you've seen any advertisements for it or if you've seen anything about it yet. But it's called uh, Another Life, or Another World, or Another... I think it's Another Life. Uh, it's on Netflix, uh, and it's, like, stars Starbuck, who doesn't look like she's aged at all since Battlestar Galactica, and Justin Chatwin, uh, they're a couple, and, like, she's a pilot who had to make a horrible decision years ago on a mission that cost half her crew's lives, but she's a hero, and she does her best, and, like, he's a scientist who nobody really takes seriously because he doesn't dress like a scientist because in the future nobody dresses like scientists. And this alien probe thing, like, lands on Earth and, like, shoots up, like, this giant, like, light-up Christmas tree thing. And they're like, oh, this is an alien probe from Earth. We think we know where it came from, so we want to send a, sh- a spaceship to go talk to these aliens in case our scientist, Justin Chatwood, can't figure out how... This alien thing works here on Earth. So who do they pick? They pick, they pick Starbuck. All right, they pick Starbuck, and so she goes into space, 
Um, and Justin Chatwin's sad because that's his that's his, his wife, uh, and he's her hubby, and they have a daughter together. Um, that's an important part of the plot. And then all of a sudden, this movie or the show, the series becomes uh, all of the sci-fi movies of the past twenty years. Like the the part down on Earth be is like Arrival. It's almost exactly like Arrival. Um, all the shit that's taking place up in the spaceship is straight up cop from like Aliens and other space movies. Um, it's 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 very kind of derivative of all these uh, sci-fi movies that have come before, but not in an homage sort of way. In more of a, we are just going to take this and use this and pretend like we're the ones who invented it and not make any reference or nod to the fact that these tropes have been done before time after time. And they do it all with these two leading characters who are in their 40s, uh, maybe late 30s, early 40s, uh, and then a whole cast in the spaceship of these like just gorgeous millennials. And it is kind of cool on one hand because they do have a very diverse cast. There's um, there's a trans uh, non-binary character as the Doctor, which is kind of neat. There's a there's there's romances that go all sorts of ways. It's definitely got some diversity going for it. But it's it we've been calling it sort of affectionately millennials in space because it's earnest and ludicrous and terribly acted for the most part, badly written. Yet somehow the plot, because it's this pastiche of other good sci-fi plots, is just compelling enough to make it watchable and kind of entertaining. And the fact that it's so poorly acted and written makes you it makes it a good one to just sit back and watch with some friends and laugh and root for uh, your favorite characters and maybe make up drinking games for. So I'm going to give it a not very good, but delightful to watch. Okay. What's yeah. it called? I think it's called Another Life, because they found another life besides life on Earth. I think that's what it's called. I might have to look that up and do the science on it, just so I don't steer you the wrong way. But um, it is, yeah, uh, Another Life, American Web Television Series. Um, Check it out. Enjoy it. It's got seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. IMDb seven, gives it, huh? yeah, <laughs> <That's not good. laughs> IMDb uh, gives it a four point seven out of ten. Uh-huh. Uh, but the Google users give it seventy seven percent, and I'm with the Google users. I, like I said, it's not a good show. It's not a good show. I was at a, a, a writers' club uh, next to a guy in the writer's club who's like, I don't watch television. I just never have time. And I'm like, that guy, he's not going to like this show. First of all, because it's television and he doesn't watch television. Second of all, if you only watch the limited amount of television, watch something good. But if you watch a lot of television because you have a job that's kind of demanding, so you get home tired already, and then you have a, a four-year-old who's all over the place everywhere so that by the time you get that little guy to bed, you don't have any energy at all and you just want to put something on and just make some time go away. This is the show to do that where you can make snarky comments with the person you love uh, or the person that you like or the person that you cohabitate with or the person that you want to cuddle with, long, languid cuddles in the rumpus room, and you can enjoy it together as a show. Okay. That was my recommendation. That's cool. 
Yeah, I mean, you probably like it. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. I might watch it. I mean, how, how how big is your filter for, like, crap cult? Yeah, I, I don't know. You, you tend to, like, good things. It depends. There is some stuff I'll watch. There's some shows that I like to have uh, for when... You do watch a lot of Walker, Texas Ranger. It's been a, uh, not as much as I used to. Okay. That that's kind of a delightful thing. That that's just so out there. Yeah. Um, there's some stuff I like to watch when I'm doing work, like that I ha- can have on but not pay a shitload of attention to. This would be that, like the the new Magnum PI. This Magnum PI that's been on for like a year. Yeah. Like I'll DVR that and throw it on when I need to work on like D and D, like DM stuff. Yeah. So it's like something there. We gotta talk about those in D and D at some point. Yeah, because uh, yeah, that that I bet people would like that. Yeah, people like D and D. It's like popular again. It is popular, but I think we're about to run out of time on this episode. Yeah, we're almost out. I feel bad. I feel like I'm low energy. <laughs> no, man, it's okay because this is the awkward show. That's true. I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I guess. Yeah, I mean, what we need from you is you, you've always been sort of the sounding board with the moral compass because I just talk and go off on terrors. And sometimes I spend a little too much time talking about uh, inappropriate or disgusting things, and you kind of bring it back and and rein it in. And I appreciate that. Well, you know, I do what I can. Yeah. Whew. Boy, how we can. Yeah. On weekend. <sighs> Awkward pauses. Yep. All right, well, big finish. You've been listening to Double Deuce. Thank you so much for listening to us. Come out and join our shows. Uh, it's a, it's a oh, Friday. yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, this Friday. Oh, shit. We're doing Promo. a thing at Maselli's. This Friday, we're doing a thing at Maselli's. 7 o'clock Math, doors. Assholes and shitty deal puppets. Yeah, we're going to have a bunch of city commissioners there, and we're going to have a, a bunch of comedy and some shitty deal puppet theater company. It's called Goodnight Lawrence at Maselli's. They're advertising it on fucking KPR right now, and they are so unhappy with the guy who's reading it. It's just like, <laughs> and foul mouth puppets talking about Lawrence we can't wait for. And it's just like, oh my god, dude, you hate having to say it, and I love it, because his name's Daryl Brogdon, and he didn't hire me to write comedy. He sketched comedy for Right Between the Ears back in the day, which is probably the best thing that ever happened, but I still am not a huge fan of the guy, because I still feel a little bit butthurt about that, because my memory is long, and my pride is large. I just blew the awkward pause thing. It's fine. Yeah, I got a little excited there. So yeah, do that on Friday and yeah. then see us in September. Yeah, come on Friday and then talk to us about how you're going to come again on in September. Come yeah. twice. It'll be the best thing you ever did. Rumpus from Double Deuce. <laughs> awkward pause. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, 
This outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs> <laughs>